You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of Wrestling World. Now, if you're just tuning in, and if you missed AEW's Double or Nothing, then I will let you in on a little spoiler. CM Punk is officially your AEW World Champion. It has finally happened. After beating Hangman Adam Page last night at Double or Nothing, the summer of CM Punk has begun. This is the first time CM Punk has won a championship since returning to pro wrestling. And this isn't just any championship. This is the AEW World Championship. We knew this was going to happen sooner or later. We knew that CM Punk would be a champion again. We just didn't know exactly when or how. But as soon as the feud with Adam Page started, I think we all kind of got the hint on when he will be champion. And it is great to see one of AEW's top stars get a big push. After years of being retired, saying he would never return to pro wrestling, and saying he was completely done, after years of us hoping and praying that CM Punk would finally return to the squared circle. It has finally happened, and he is now our real champion again. So this, this is very exciting. Because this man definitely deserves it. He deserves to be champion. CM Punk joining AEW was big. Because nobody expected him to return to pro wrestling. And him being up there in age now, nobody expected what version of CM Punk we would actually get. Nobody actually knew what would happen. Could CM Punk still wrestle? Could CM Punk 
still cut a decent promo. Could CM Punk still hang with the very best? And given his feuds with the likes of MJF and Hangman Adam Page, like we saw last night, he's proved that he could still hang with the very best. And that's why he deserves to be AEW World Champion. So I'm very happy, guys. I'm very excited to see CM Punk back on top of the throne. This is an exciting moment for AEW. They had a solid show yesterday. Not very many surprises. If I had to rate it, I would give it a 7 out of 10. And I was just discussing it, excuse me, I was just discussing this with the I Seen It podcast on Twitter. And check that guy out. Great podcast. Um, I said, you know, I give this show a 7 out of 10 because there wasn't as many surprises as I thought there would be. Yes, we saw the debut of Athena, a.k.a. Amber Moon. You may remember her from her time in WWE. And we saw the Jericho Appreciation Society. Come out victorious versus Ambrose, Brian, excuse me, Moxley, (laughs) Brian, Danielson, Santana Ortiz, Eddie Kingston, which was a bloodbath, a gruesome match as many expected. I don't think anybody expected less. You know, so I'm not saying I didn't like the show. Just kind of let down. The House of Black match was probably the match of the night. I think many were expecting Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, to return last night. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting Bray Wyatt to come out during the House of Black match. And confront Malachi Black. That did not happen. And I'll explain why. There's two theories to this. I do not see Bray Wyatt going to AEW just yet. Especially, I did not see him returning last night. If he's returning at all. If he were to return last night, that would overshadow CM Punk winning the AEW World Championship. Because more people will be talking about the return of Wyndham Rotunda than CM Punk winning the World Championship. So that's why I think that Bray Wyatt did not return. If he's returning... It's going to be shocking. It's going to be when nobody expects it. 
But that's why I'm not that's why I'm not let down about AEW last night. I did not expect Bray Wyatt to return, but I did expect, you know, some new arrivals. I I expected some bigger surprises. Aside from, you know, Athena debuting last night. I think a few people may have been expecting more surprises like I was. The matches themselves were great. Danhausen and Hook teaming up. And the Owen Hart tournament was great. But I guess I just expected more guys. And who's to say we won't see more this Wednesday night on Dynamite? I think the main thing that stands out about Double or Nothing are two things. The fact that CM Punk is now the world champion. And that Wordlow completely squashed MJF last night. Now, we did talk on last on our last episode that what if MJF did not appear at Double or Nothing? Would he face any type of repercussions? I believe we saw that last night. Yes, MJF did appear last night. But considering the way he got squashed... And stretch it out. I believe that was some type of punishment. Because I don't think that's how the match was supposed to go down. Given the feud that they've had. So. I definitely think. That that match was supposed to play out different. That we were supposed to to get a completely different match than what we saw last night. And I think the reason we saw that type of match last night was because of MJS walking out on the meet and greet. I believe that was his punishment. From what I've read, he still has some heat. And he's still could be punished for this. It still could happen. Now, I know that MJF and Tony Khan are still in this um, rumored contract dispute. But with MJF being squashed last night, could this escalate further? What if this is not the first time that MJF is going to walk out? I mean, this is Tony Khan playing hardball. 
Tony Khan right now is probably thinking, if you can, if, MJ, if MJF can play rough, I can too. Tony Khan, you know, basically punishing MJF last night. It's basically telling MJF, you know, if you can walk out like you did, I can do one better. That's basically what he's saying, that he is not playing around. That Tony Khan can be a strict businessman if needed. But think of the options. You know, Tony Khan, excuse me, MJF, is playing it smart in a way, but he's also hurting himself in another. MJF wants more money. He, you know, he wants to make more money. And he believes that he should, given that he is a top star. And very rightfully, show, very rightfully so, MJF should get the money he's deserved. I mean, he's the face of the company, the top heel of AEW. But he's also hurting himself. You know, he's, he's wanting Tony Khan to pay out more money. But, you know, WWE is keeping a close eye on MJF right now. So if WWE could offer more money to MJF, I guarantee you he would jump ship immediately once his contract expires. So, yes, MJF is playing it smart. But he's also hurting himself because, you know, you're waiting for Tony Khan to pay you more money. You're the top guy in the company. The top heel. And you're being greedy, you're being greedy right now. And I think this is going to hurt MJF in the long run. Because if he can be like this with AEW, I don't think WWE would actually settle for it. If I'm, Jim, if I'm MJF, I'm sticking with AEW as long as I possibly can. Because I, 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 I don't see MJF doing well in WWE. Because MJF and AEW has a lot more freedom. Certainly a lot more freedom during the meet and greets. When he's flipping off children, he's being a heel, he's being in character. But I will explain why I don't think he will do well in WWE. Another reason is because, you know, he's, he's flipping off kids. He's um, saying some crude things to people on Twitter 
who some of them may have special needs. I saw one video where this young man had special needs and MJF was, you know, in character, being an ass, like the MJF character is. Okay? Now, that may work in AEW. He can be that character. He can talk that way to fans. He, he can be the MJF character outside of the ring. But WWE is very strict. You know, WWE, they work with the Special Olympics. They work with kids with special needs. They work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The stuff MJF is doing now in AEW, whipping off children, cussing them out, cussing people with special needs, berating them, it would not work in WWE. They would not tolerate that. So in order for MJF's character to work in a big company like WWE, he would have to tone his character down majorly. That character would not work in WWE. You know, a lot of people were comparing MJF to EC3. A lot of people were comparing MJF to The Miz. And I can definitely see those comparisons. More to The Miz than EC3. But let me tell you this. As good as EC3 was in TNA, and he was much like MJF is now in AEW, as good as he was in TNA, that would not work. He did, he did not work in WWE. You know, Vince didn't care for EC3, and that's, that's no secret. Because you've seen how EC3 was booked on the main roster. And he wasn't booked the greatest on NXT. So I see that very same thing happening with MJF. You know, um, I, I don't see it working out. So if I'm MJF, instead of, you know, being a dick and trying to get more money out of Tony Khan, I would stick to where I'm at. I would stay in AEW where I have freedom to do what I want. I would stay in AEW where I am the top hill of the company. Because in WWE, it's a different ballgame. You could be the top guy in the company, the top female in the company, and they will still book you like shit. Because we've seen what WWE does to their top stars. We've seen what WWE does to their friend Bowers. What they do to their Shinsuke Nakamura's. What they do to their Bray Wyatt's. What they did to the best merchandise seller of the year, Bray Wyatt. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. It does not matter if you're the top heel in the company. And right now, WWE, they don't even need an MJF. They have a Roman Reigns. 
they have their top hill. You know, they have a top baby face. I mean, I wouldn't say it's Drew McIntyre, but he's up there. They have baby face Cody Rhodes. So where would MJF fit in WWE? He would do well down in NXT, to be honest. You know, he's young. He's talented. So I wouldn't want MJF on the main roster yet if he's ever going to go to WWE. But I just feel like him trying to leave AEW would be a big mistake. It would be a a major loss for Tony Khan in the company. You know, that may give some other guys a shot down in the AEW. But it would still be a major loss. So, who knows what's going to happen, guys. I know this is big. This is a lot of news coming out from AEW and Tony Khan. Hopefully, this gets resolved. I don't see that happening. Um... With MJF walking out Saturday night and with what happened last night, I see this getting worse. Because Tony Khan, like I said, he sent a message last night. He's not playing around. If MJF can walk out, Tony Khan can bury MJF. And we could see this weekly. I mean, in a way, you know, I thought this match would be competitive. I thought that it would be a good match, given how the storyline was built and this feud around it. But in a way, you know, we didn't expect this booking, but in a way, it's good booking. Because Wardlow is now booked like the monster he should, should have been booked when he was with the inner... With, was it Pinnacle or the inner circle? I believe, I believe it's Pinnacle. When he was with Pinnacle, he should have been booked like a monster. I said before that Warlow could be the next Brock Lesnar. He could be the Brock Lesnar of AEW. He could be the Braun Strowman of AEW. He could be the Batista of AEW if booked properly. What we saw last night, yeah, it's crazy what happened. But it makes sense because Wordlow should have been booked like that, regardless of the MJF situation or not. Wordlow should be booked to dominate his opponents, heel or babyface. Because AEW, they need that type of monster, they need huge babyfaces. But I'm hoping going forward, I'm hoping we see more from Wardlow. 
I am excited about his push. I thought this feed was great. I don't know where we'll go from here with what happened last night with MJF. But I do think that it was good booking either way. So regardless of what you think of Tony Khan, you got to give the man credit. Did Wardlow get booked properly? Yes. Are you happy with Wardlow's booking? Well, that's for you to answer, but I'm I'm proud of I'm excited about it. Did MJF get buried last night? Um kind of <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But will he get buried going forward? I I don't know. Given that he is a top star, a top heel, anything could happen. It's going to be very hard for them to bury bury MJF. I I just I don't I don't see them actually burying him because he is a top star. He is their top heel. They probably don't want to lose him. Is my guess. You know, I think this is like I said, more of a message sent to MJF. You know, if you could do this, I could do you one better. You're. You, you, like you, you know, you work for my company is basically what Tony Khan is saying right now. But I, I don't see them bearing him going forward because AEW is a different company compared to WWE. WWE, they will bear you. If they know you're leaving their company, they will bear you out the door. Like they've buried so many wrestlers, you know, like John Moxley, for instance, EC3, for instance, they buried EC3 completely. They buried John Moxley when they found out that he was leaving WWE. If you don't believe me, go back and watch those clips. He was buried each week. WWE, you don't even have to be leaving the company. WWE, they will bury you for no reason, just because they can. They do not care what the fans think. And honestly, it's almost like WWE is a narcissistic company. They are selfish. So MJF going to WWE, that's why I said it. I don't think it would work out. Because he has so much more freedom in AEW. He would do well in NXT, don't get me wrong. But who knows? With the Make-A-Wish Foundation and the no-bullying, the, the anti-bullying policy that WWE has, I don't see MJF, I don't see the MJF character working. I'm going to see as a complete different heel. He can be the cocky heel, just take out, you know, the, the, um, if they took out the MJF character side of him, you know, berating the children, um, trashing kids with special needs, which is totally wrong. I mean, I know he's the MJF character, but come on. There's ways to stay in character and not be like that. Um, yes, you know, MJF doing this to fans, that's what makes the MJF character, that's what makes people like him as a heel. 
but I don't agree with him, you know, talking that talking that way to kids with special needs. I, I don't think it's right, you know, um, given I have cerebral palsy. Not a lot of people, I haven't really talked about that on this podcast, but yes, I have cerebral palsy in, in both my legs. So I know that if I was at a meet and greet with MJF, Of course, I wouldn't take offense to it because I know the MJF character and I know that's what MJF does. But I could see a lot of other people taking offense to it. If you were, if you were a parent and you were to bring your son to a AEW meet and greet and your son had special needs, you would be highly offended by MJF unless you know the MJF character. So I definitely think that if he was to go to WWE, they need to tone that character down. But that's just my opinion. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed AEW Double or Nothing. Real quick, as always, I want to give... Podcast shout outs. Like I said, check out the I Seen It podcast. Check out the Cult Film Companion podcast. The Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast. Fan in the Van podcast. Crime Divers podcast. The Sense of Shelf podcast, hosted by Jacob Wesley. The Midwest Marks podcast, hosted by Elijah Rogers. The Two Mexicans One Mike podcast. And the Ted the Hillbilly Hill. He hosts the Hill Truth. Great show. He just posted a new episode. Um, I think it was today, actually. So go check out his show as well. All these guys have great podcasts. Also, check out the Fandalorians. Um, I'm planning to have the Fandalorians podcast on my show here soon. We've talked about it on Twitter. Um, we just haven't got around to it. We're both busy. Both busy people. But check out their podcast as well. It's a great show. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I just want to discuss, you know, CM Punk winning the title and, and the whole MJF situation as we discussed in my last episode, with what happened last night, I knew I had to hop on here and give you guys a quick episode. But I hope everyone has a great Memorial Day. I'd like to thank those who served our country. Have a good day and God bless.